Welcome to BST Talk, number 85. It's Thursday, November 30, 2006. Just wanted to remind people that tomorrow, December 1st, is the deadline for submitting papers to Asia BSD Con. I think it's already December 1st over there. Also, this weekend, December 2nd and 3rd, is the OpenBSD OpenCon in Italy. Now for the interview. Today on BSD Talk, we're speaking with Tom McLaughlin. Welcome to the show. How are you, Will? Good. How are you? Doing good. I do have a little bit of a cold, so forgive me if uh, you can't understand me too well. Ah, that's no problem. So why don't we start by having you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do. My name's Tom McLaughlin. I live outside of Boston, Massachusetts. I work for a company called Meditech, which sells healthcare information systems to hospitals. And I work there as an IT specialist, which is something like a cross between help desk and junior admin. For the last two years, I've run the BSD Sharp project, which I started to maintain mono on FreeBSD. And for the past year, I've been a FreeBSD ports committer. And as a ports committer, I've mostly spent my time just working on mono and the C-sharp applications within the tree. Could you describe what mono is and how it relates to FreeBSD? Mono is just a free and open, open implementation of the MS.NET platform based on the publicly available ECMA specs. Essentially, it, you compile source code into common intermediate language, which is the CIL bytecode, and that bytecode is then executed by the, by the Mono runtime. It's a lot like Java. The difference is with Java, you're, from what I understand, tied to the Java programming language with Mono and .NET, you have C-sharp, which is the, I guess you might call the native language for it, but you also have VB.net, ASP.net. There's a Java implementation, IKVM. There's also a Python implementation. I believe that's Iron Python. And there's also two other smaller languages, which I've seen, which are Boo and Nemerly. So you have a wide variety of languages that you can use in order to write your code. I believe Mono is also becoming an important part of the GNOME desktop. Uh, yes, it is. Tomboy was recently imported as one of the standard GNOME modules for 2.16. Mono comes from the Zimian side of Novell. That side, if we all know, for creating evolution, it was uh, started by Miguel de Izica, which is one of the founding people of GNOME. So there's a most of the mono applications that you see right now, they are GTK Sharp based. And so, yeah, that's one of the reasons for, for mono was the problems that they had at Zimi in creating large applications in C for GNOME. And they wanted to use a platform to make life easier for them, essentially. And I believe a long time ago, Microsoft released a runtime for BSD. Do you know why people didn't pick up that project? That was released under the, I think it's Microsoft's shared source, shared source license and not really a free license at all. Wasn't much interest in it. I believe we have the port in the porch tree, but I don't think anyone's actively maintaining it right now. 
in addition, Mono so far really hasn't taken off on the BSD platform so far. It's been very popular on Linux. It's gaining popularity on OS X. It's gaining popularity on Windows. But as far as the BSD side, there's... Yeah, it really just really just hasn't taken off. It's I think seen by some people as a bit of a fad. It's still very new. It's just so far something that's still just going to need need time to germinate. I think as more applications start getting written and they start appearing on people's desktops, people are going to take more notice and interest in it. But until you can really point to here, this is what you know you can do with it. This is what you're currently using it for, and such. I don't think it's really gonna. I think it's don't think it's really gonna take off yet on the BSDs. NetBSD is currently looking for somebody to maintain Mono. I believe from looking at their website, OpenBSD's old maintainer. He was maintaining it outside the porch tree, just kind of as a snapshot preview for people interested, but I don't believe he's working on it any longer. So right now, among the BSDs, we tend to be the furthest ahead. And what versions of Mono are you currently supporting? In the porch tree, we have 1.1.13.8.1. That was, let's see... Porch Tree Freeze for 6.2 came about four weeks ago, and the week before the Porch Tree Freeze 1.1.17.2 became the recommended stable release that they wanted people to start shipping. That only gave me a few days to actually update everything, make sure everything worked, make sure everything built, everything ran. And I kind of decided that at that point it was better to ship a known working version of Mono with the 6.2 release instead of the absolute latest and greatest, which I couldn't really guarantee to work. So right now, that's the version in the FreeBSD tree. In the BSD Sharp tree, which is where I do all my work, we're up to 1.2.1 right now, which I think we have one or two applications that aren't working currently, which just need uh, some minor fixes. After the porch tree slush, which will happen... After 6.2 is released and after I fix everything that currently not working with 1.2.1, then everything from the BSD Sharp tree will get merged into the free BSD tree. I think, at least from what I've read about Mono and the whole .NET platform, the rough idea was to be able to write applications that you could run on a variety of platforms. Do you find that applications that are written for Mono, maybe on Linux, are fairly portable to something like FreeBSD? When you're talking about porting across across OSs, it's usually not too much of a problem. A lot of the applications right now are written in a combination of C-sharp and C. So the C-sharp tends not to be a problem. It's the C code that tends to be a problem. So that's not really too bad. Really, the only problems that we tend to have are are really runtime issues. And we have occasional applications which will expose problems with the runtime on FreeBSD. Beagle has never made it into the FreeBSD porch tree, mainly because every time I update it, I find some new issue that for a while it was crashing about 30 seconds in or so when I was trying to index my RSS feeds Lately, it hasn't been doing that, but now it's creating tons of temp files, which is killing all the inodes on one of my partitions. So 
Not sure what that, where that problem is yet. One of the things I've wanted to do for a while is actually get a something like a Fedora core box up. It's just kind of a mono reference platform just to sit there and say, all right, this is what it's doing on Linux. Is it happening here? If it is, all right, it's a general bug, something to go upstream to the, uh, to the author. If it's not happening on there, all right, it's a FreeBSD-related issue, something that we're going to have to track down. How did you first get involved in supporting Mono on BSD? I came to FreeBSD World about three years ago. I was kind of looking for something to do, and I stay, I'm a GNOME user, and so I started bugging the FreeBSD GNOME people online over email and IRC with bugs. Uh, eventually learned enough to start fixing some things my own. And about two years ago, I was sitting around, kind of bored, looking for something to learn. Uh, I've never been much of a programmer at all. Everything is just a pretty ugly shell script to me. That's all I write. But I was thinking, well, you know, I should probably learn a language, narrowed it down to a few different languages, and C-sharp stuck out because at the time, Mono had just reached, I think, 1.0. I figured it would probably start becoming more prevalent within GNOME, which it did, and said to myself, you know what, let's learn C-sharp. There's not a lot of people that really know it in the, in the FreeBSD world, so as it becomes more popular, I'll become more useful. And how do you currently use FreeBSD, either at work or at home? Currently only use it at home. It's running on my laptop. As I said, I use GNOME. I have uh, one machine, hopefully a second machine for me to do my ports work, which keeps, let's see, Tinderbox for Dash stable right now, hopefully a Tinderbox for Dash current later, a uh, bunch of jails, which are kind of just my little clean reference systems for me to do my work. And really the majority of my systems that run FreeBSD right now just go towards me doing my ports work. That's it. Here at work, we're starting to use Linux, that's what our that's what our customers are asking for. So right now we've for the most part settled on CentOS. That's what we're using. That's where we're starting to run stuff on. Um, I don't really see introducing FreeBSD right now as a very opportune moment. You know we're still getting used to Linux and Unix in general. So introducing something else into the ecosystem I don't think would be the most wise thing right now. And has your interaction with the FreeBSD development community and ports infrastructure encouraged you to take on any other port work? Well, right now I'm actually at the point where I'm going to be stepping down from running BSD Sharp. I've been doing it for about two years right now, a little over two years, and I'm the type of person that likes to really just work on one, just work on one small thing and learn as much as possible as I can about it. I don't like to dip my hands into many different areas all at once. So it's just come to the point where, all right, I've done this for two years, starting to feel a little stale. I haven't seen much else. Uh, my interests have started to kind of deviate towards other subjects. So trying to balance out those sort of things in the, in the mono work has not been working out too well. So I'm actually looking to hand over the reins to BSD Sharp to someone else. Right now, Philip Newman, who helps me out with many of the ports, he's going to be taking over much of the work, but again, it's going to be just one person doing most of it. And even with two people, it was kind of a pain, so one's going to be even harder for him. He's also in a position like me where really just wants to learn C Sharp, use that, and 
I don't think necessarily wants to be bothered with the porting issues of porting Lang Mono to FreeBSD. That we really need a, a full-time dedicated person. Just just kind of picture yourself. You want to learn Java. Want to you know maintain a few applications, and you find out. Well, yeah. Along with that, you have to maintain the, J, the JDK. That's kind of a bit of work. So right now, I'm actually kind of trying to decrease some of my FreeBSD ports work, and then. After I've done that, which will be about February, I'm going to start looking for new projects. Right now we have FreeBSD Python, which has just started up. I'll probably start helping them out. I actually like the Python language quite a bit, like it more than C Sharp. And after that, there's a, kind of a couple of other projects that I've been kicking around in my head for the last two years that I really want to see done. I don't know if I really want to talk about them yet, because every time I talk about a project, I never end up doing it. It's like there's some, I don't know, inverse proportionality there. The more I talk about something, the less likely I'm about to do it. So, But, yeah, there's a few things that I'd really like to do. And, yeah, you'll start, probably start seeing me pop up more on the mailing lists in the commit logs than I do currently. So we'll see what happens after February. And according to the Mono website, the FreeBSD port is not an official project. Do you want it to become an official project? Do you think that would be beneficial? When I talked to uh, Mono's old project manager at Novell, and he kind of just outlined for me, he said, you know, this is a way, it's Mono is a way for Novell to be able to write cross-platform apps to support Linux and to support Windows easily. So in that case, I mean, I understand. That's where Novell is the one that's funding Mono. They're the people that run it, and they have their own interests to look out for. So, I mean, I don't see us fitting into that whole entire scheme soon. But the same goes with uh, OS X. The main person, I believe, working on OS X doesn't work for Novell. He's somebody that's just interested in mono, uses OS X, wants it to work there, and he's the one that does that. So I really don't see being a, you know, an official target of Novell to be really that important. I think as long as the free... as us in the FreeBSD community are taking the time to work on it to make it as good as possible and submitting our stuff upstream that we'll do just fine. And when Mono was first being developed, there were some fears in the open source community because of the origins of, of the project, namely basing something on technology that was designed by Microsoft, a, a company that's not known to be that friendly towards the open source world and also possible fears about patent disputes. Did you worry at all about that or concern yourself with that kind of stuff when you started working with Mono? Uh, might I also mention that Microsoft eats babies, too. I think that's the other thing that I've heard on Slashdot. Um, really, that, that sort of stuff hasn't really been a concern to me. Never was before. It, and so far, from what I understand, it's, yeah, the Novell people take it seriously, but they're, they're basing their stuff on the, on the public ECMA specs. So, and I believe there is some, uh, there are some rules in the ECMA process about patents. I'm not exactly sure of them, but again, it's not something that really entered my mind. It was more so, hey, this looks interesting. I feel like learning something. Let me go ahead and do it. Of course, I'm saying this all in light of all the recent stuff that's happened between uh, Novell and Microsoft with their patent agreement and all the slash tard screaming about how Novell is now going to infect open source with Microsoft's intellectual property and ruin everything. But, I mean, I don't agree with that sort of deal. I don't agree with software patents in general. But 
You know, I really don't sit there getting all up in arms, posting conspiracy theories on the intertubes from my parents' basement about it. Yeah, it's, sometimes it's nice just to code and, <clears throat> and enjoy that part of the process. Oh, definitely. Well, are there any other topics that you wanted to talk about today? I'd say really the biggest thing, um, one common thing that most people get surprised about when they talk to me is they find out I'm not a developer. Um, I think calling me a developer would just be a total insult to people who actually know what they're doing. I consider myself mostly a glorified user who happens to understand something fairly well enough to keep it working and to keep it maintained. And really, if you're, if you're using any of the BSDs, it's not hard to sit there and get involved and to really make things better. We're all volunteer-based projects, so it's the people who actually get up and do stuff are the ones that make things go forward. So really, to anyone who's sitting there and just interested in getting started, in the FreeBSD world, we have mailing lists. A number of us hang out on IRC. We're always willing to give people, we're always willing to give people work because there's more than enough for us to do. So really, that's it. Just if you're interested in the BSDs, get involved. Find something to do. It's not it's not really hard there's a lot of low hanging fruit that you can do and in the process of doing that you're going to learn quite a bit and start progressing that's that's really how i started it was picking off small bugs as i picked those off i learned more things and i started picking off harder bugs and so far it's just kind of been a progression well thank you very much for speaking with me today ah well thank you very much if you'd like to leave comments on the website or reach the show archives you can find them at bsttalk.blogspot.com or if you'd like to send me an email, you can reach me at bitgeist at yahoo.com. That's B-I-T-G-E-I-S-T at yahoo.com. Thank you for listening. This has been BST Talk number 85.